One of the best things that had ever happened to me was when God took covetousness from me. We're all naturally covetous. You want more and more. The reason you want more and more, you don't know, is because of fear. Most people get breakthroughs in life, and now they live the rest of their life fighting not to get back to where they came from. So fear motivates you to keep going after things. But God never created us to go after things. God created us to go after him. It's in the personal revelation of God that I discover who I am. And when you discover who you are, you offend all the people that don't know who they are. And they start saying, well, who do you think you are to be saying that and that about you? That's why they were trying to stone Jesus. He said, now we are not stoning you uh, for the mighty works you have done. But no, we want to stone you that you being a man is trying to make yourself God. But you can stone him all you want to, but he's still (laughs) still who he is. And so when you pursue God in that revelation, you understand who you are. And when you understand who you are, That's when you develop strength. Then you know that there is no devil that has come that you will not overcome. And that victory will come from within you. I said that victory will come from within you. Now watch. That's why Jesus says, if you continue in my word. He said, then you are truly my disciple. Now watch. And you shall know the truth. You know this? And the truth shall make you free. You know this? It says the truth you know that will make you free. Not the truth you heard, but the ones you know. You see? And the way he described it to me is when you set a man free, the power that incarcerated him will always come back. But when a man is made free, he develops strength from within. Then he breaks the yoke himself. And now that enemy can't put it back on. Now watch. The Bible says that through covetousness, they will make merchandise of you. So long as you're covered in something, the enemy will get you. That's the greatest thing God will do for you to help make your faith work. And when you're delivered from covetousness, then it brings you to this. You discover that God had a purpose when he created you. And that your fulfillment in life will be to discover your part in what God is doing. You just don't know. Even though they check my blood pressure after every service. But you just don't know how much I celebrate that I'm not pursuing anything. I'm not stressed about anything. I'm not chasing anything. I'm not trying to... Get, uh, you know, 2,000 members. I'm not chasing any amount of money. I'm not chasing anything. 
I just let God take care of me. Hallelujah. And he's doing a, a fantastic job. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now watch. Israel went through the wilderness and learned nothing about God. Yet they experienced all kinds of miracles. So you don't know that is what you don't know about God. That's what Satan is exploiting. That's what Satan is exploiting. Uh, the more you learn about God, the more stable your soul becomes. So even when the warfare is raging, I know who I believe in. Isn't that what Paul said? He said, and I am persuaded. Come on, you guys should have known that, huh? He said, I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed to him against. Hallelujah. He said, now at the end of this thing, I'm going into eternal life. I don't care what's going on. They may saw me in Sunday. They may crucify me upside down. They may stone me. Vipers may bite me. But at the end, <laughs> I'm going to prevail. So you need to learn it that we are co-laborers. I said all of that to get to it. We are co-laborers. We are called to walk and to work with God. You never, I said it last Wednesday, you don't do anything for God. You, you, you do everything with God. So if Jesus says, my father worketh hitherto. If God is not doing anything, I'm not interested. Because I don't want to wear myself out. <laughs> Activity is not motion. Now, <clears throat> one of the things that I've experienced in this generation is that this generation, do, they don't have the love for God that we learned growing up. Amen. Yes. Amen. Watch. The way we were raised, it would be unthinkable for anyone to come to do anything in God's house and charge money. That's where we were raised. It, it's, it's, it was almost like an abomination. I said, how could you do that? This is your father's house. So now, if you are going to go to the judgment seat of Christ to be rewarded for what you have done, then what reward would you get if your service to him, you got paid for it? The only people that should get paid are the people the Bible says should get paid to live for ministering in the house of God. But if you're volunteering, whatever you're doing, you should be volunteering here as a seed so God will show out in what you're doing. That's the way this kingdom is wired. But in America, it's not like that. And people are always asking to get paid and all of that. And I, I feel, hey, such poverty. You don't understand. There's still something missing. Still something missing. I desired for years to have my business so I can work for God for free. And then when he came to give it to me, I hadn't learned his ways. So the way it was coming... I couldn't receive it. 
I told you, you told me to go study English. I said, what will I tell anybody from the culture I came out of? If a man asks you, so, so you're, you're in university, say, yeah, so what are you studying? He said, English. He would turn around and start laughing. Or he would talk to somebody. Who's that guy? You know? They call it single honors. Uh -huh. That's what they call it. So when you finish, you know, you might be a school teacher or whatever, whatever. So that, that commotion was in me. I, I, I said, Lord, I, I can't do that. He said, oh, okay, what, what would you like to study? I said, economics and business, that's my thing. He said, oh, go ahead. And in my ignorance, I rejoiced. I didn't know that God does not do the will of man. I rejoiced. And then, you see, you need to learn these things. Watch. He even brought me to America and granted me scholarship. And you will look at it and you say, this must be the will of God. <laughs> and then he waited until my graduation day. The pastor came out, some of my friends came out, and we took pictures and all. And the pastor took all of us to the Peachtree Plaza, the, you know, the revolving restaurant. And we were there eating. And God said to me, okay, you're finished, but I will not use it. I haven't made a dime <laughs> from my degrees. That's why I tell people when they tell me they have degrees. I say, take it to Kroger. <laughs> Let's see if you will cash. He said, you finished? I will not use it because I told you to do something else and you refused. Amen. So I will get everything done in your life that I purposed without your degree. Hallelujah. And I told you it was when I went to court that I knew that I was a natural attorney and I would have had millions and millions of dollars. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God was trying to bless me so I can serve him for free. You co-labor with God. Amen. It's so exciting. Amen. He said, my father that seeth you in secret, but reward you openly. Well, you don't know the joy of that, for God to show you something in the closet, and you come and see it happening. <laughs> uh, so, watch. I, I think that we have now adopted that, and we should pray it every Sunday. Every Wednesday, every Friday, thy kingdom come. Amen. Thy will be done. On earth. I said, how can we be given such an assignment? And we haven't used it. If it wasn't possible, would he tell us to pray it? So we should pray that the kingdom of God will come and that the will of God will be done here on earth. So that's why I, I said that the burden of Nigeria has finally reached me and have come to this house because that nation needs a, a, a turnaround. Amen. These people are going to destroy it. They have no heart for it. If you see the amount of money they spent, one guy was caught with 500,000 U.S. dollars that this thug that just, they just declared the winner gave him to go to a state and change the vote. So they come to you with such money that the weak will just collapse. And in Nigeria, if you don't give somebody anything, your file stays in the place and doesn't move. 
People will see me and say, good morning, sir. And they start expecting me to give them money. I say, if that's the way money is made, who needs to go to work? I just need to go around greeting people. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> but that's the expectation. So we need interventions from the Holy One of Israel. Amen. How many of you believe God will get it done? Amen. Now mark my words. I didn't say God can get it done. I said God will get it done. Amen. Hallelujah. Because they're a bunch of fiery 300 cents. Intercessors, hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, I feel the rain, eh? There are intercessors connected to the throne that will pray Nigeria through in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel a praise break, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that the Holy Ghost will get the job done. Hallelujah. Thank you that this altar, hallelujah, will overcome every Islamic altar, every demonic altar, every, every, every incantation made. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You fought for Israel. You will fight for your church. You will fight for Nigeria. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you Lord. Now watch, I was in Dubai, the time difference I think was seven hours or something like that, huh? okay. Somehow, I misread my flight time and even misread the day. So I kept saying I was leaving tomorrow when I was supposed to leave the day I was saying I was leaving tomorrow. So when I went to check in the next day online, before I head to the airport, they said that the flight doesn't exist. So I, when I called Delta, I found out that I didn't that, you know, the flight left the day before. I had my dates mixed up. All right. So the lady started trying to package me and put in words in my mouth of what to say so that they would be able to check me in. I said, Mom, I, I don't want to open myself because the way this kingdom is, Anything you open yourself to, the demons rush in. Amen. I say, if I tell one lie now, before long, I start telling 50 lies. Amen. I say, so let me just believe God. Let me, I told her, let's just give me a, a, some time, I'll call back. So I hung up the phone. And the Lord said to me, ask for saviors. Then I remember the text in the word of God. Where he said that Savior shall come to save Israel. One scripture said that they saw an angel with a measuring line. So I obeyed the Holy Spirit. You know, it said we are co-laborers. So when you are in the field, when you are working with God, he will be giving instructions. 
He begins with your personal life. He, he see, my father worked hitherto and I work. You don't, you don't rush ahead of him. You wait to hear from him. And when he speaks to you, then you act on it. And as soon as I asked him, he said, pray for saviors. So I obeyed. I said, Lord, send me saviors to get me out of Dubai. Because another business class ticket was going to be like seven, $8,000. So I prayed the prayer and called the same Delta back. And somebody else answered. And I said to them, listen, I, I think I have my uh, flight date mixed up, but you know, at that time, I was gold. I think I wasn't diamond. I saw my gold uh, medallion. And uh, I wonder if you can help me out. She said, no problems. Just like that. She checked me in. <laughs> well, I was still on the phone talking, and, and the email was coming through of my boarding pass and seat number. Yeah. Hallelujah. You notice, the God we serve can direct a phone call to the right agent whose heart has been prepared. Oh, hallelujah. Woo. Resurrection, do you feel his presence? He will get it done. And I packed up and left for the airport. <laughs> I flew to Charles de Gaulle and boarded the other flight to Atlanta. And I shared it with my family in Dubai, and everybody started praying it. Lord, send me Savior. Come on, find me that scripture. Come on, you guys. Find me that scripture. Let's read it. Because somebody needs that word. Amen. You have some things that need to be untied. God can send mechanics to fix things. Yeah. Eh? Hallelujah. You need to know the scriptures so God can talk to you. He quotes scriptures to you. He and his word are one. But when you don't know the word of God, then he can't pull up anything. It's out of your spirit, man. That's why I tell people, read the word. Don't try to stay on one verse and get all these revelations. Just read the word. Lay it into your heart. And then God will pick it to speak to you. Amen. Hmm? Okay, at least let me start from 20. And the captivity of this host of the children of Israel shall possess that of the Canaanites, even unto Zarephath. And the captivity of Jerusalem, which is in Sepharad, shall possess the cities of the south. And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. And the kingdom shall be the Lord. Hallelujah. Tonight we are going to pray that saviors will be sent to Nigeria. Hallelujah. To judge the altars of Islam. And all these wicked thugs trying to rule over Nigeria. And Nigeria will return to the Lord our God. And the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. That's how we co labor with the Lord. It's happening right in front of you. Thank you that your kingdom is coming in Nigeria. Your will will be done. 
Hallelujah. The spirit of the bond woman will not sit on the throne. This altar declared an end. Hey. Come on, the rain just fell. You will bring them down in all their, with all their might and power and guns. Hey, you will kick that throne over. It will collapse. It will never be established in Jesus' name. In Nigeria, the election happens in February, but they're sworn in in May. So God has a lot of time between now and May. Hallelujah. Let us pray that that man will never be sworn in. Hallelujah. We send confusion in the camp of the enemy. We decree that the voices of the nation will rise in opposition. We decree a revolt in Nigeria. We cancel this election in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The decrees we made, let's ask God now to send saviors to carry it out. To manifest it. Send the mechanics. Send the, the orchestrators, the plumbers, the roofers in every part and dimension of this kingdom. Let saviors move into Nigeria right now. I'm excited, beloved, about these, excuse me, series of broadcasts that we're airing because we are sharing the secrets of resurrection, glory, and power. You will learn in this kingdom that you never do anything for God. You do it with God. Hallelujah. You don't originate. You implement. Jesus says, my father worked hitherto, and I work. He executed what he saw the father do first. You run into frustrations when you do things for God. I heard a testimony of this guy. He saw Beyonce do this massive concert. He said, well, we can do this for the kingdom. He had money. He had people. And they spent all this money and created, you know, the biggest sound system. And they hired the best musicians. And they did all this. And one day God opened his eyes to see that there was not one angel in that service. It was a disaster. And God asked him, who told you to do this? Not in competition with the world. Because Myla Cyrus or whatever she's called or, or, or in the olden days, Britney Spears or um, Beyonce and all these people. No, you find out what God wants and you give it to him. People are writing music based on the current beat. And then it's supposed to be Christian music that God doesn't recognize or heaven doesn't recognize. Yet the people that wrote from heaven, their music, some are written 200 years ago, 300 years ago. And yet, have you ever seen where Hallelujah Chorus was done? 
the heaven didn't come down. Actually, in Nigeria, every funeral ends with the Hallelujah Chorus. And if you see some of these people, I just attended the funeral of my brother-in-law. My God, this young lady, they belched from here. I mean, she was shaking that whole place by, with her voice. And they have four people singing the Hallelujah Chorus. It was fantastic, fantabulous. <laughs> I said, these people, you know, you might not understand. I said, these people haven't swallowed. Because in Africa, we eat this food thing, and you swallow, and then your voice sounds like uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Music from heaven, things from heaven. That's what you want. Is your ministry from heaven. One guy invited me to preach at his church. It was a one or two year celebration. And by the time I finished, they came, brought me to a room and said, hey, man of God, what you are saying is saying that our ministry is not legitimate and all of that stuff. So I didn't receive the honorarium. Up to today, I didn't know how much it was. I told him, no, 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 since you didn't receive my word. And then he and his wife came to talk to me. I told him that I was praying and I saw two altars. One was what he was doing over here in outreach ministry. One was this church. And the one for the church, there was no altar. There was no angels attending to it. So are you sure God approves what you're doing? In this damn time, we don't want the truth. We just want the sugar. It was an amazing thing, but I commend him because he never disconnected from me. He saw authenticity from heaven. He went and fixed that thing. Until now, I'm seeing signs of God's approval in that church after so long. This is what conquest is offering. It's not the same run of the meal conference and get everybody shouting and, and promising them heaven and earth. That doesn't happen. Come learn vessels of glory. How to partner with God for end time global harvest. How to be a vessel of honor. God using you to get things done in these last days. Of course, we have the Youth Ignite Conference going concurrently. July the 6th through the 8th. Go to the website for all the information you need. www. Uh, I don't know. RHFN, what is it? Theconquest.rhfn.com. It's on your screen anyway. Bishop Uzasike from Kingdom Life Gospel Outreach, Potakot. Yes, Nigeria. Michael Malden, the film producer, super spreader. The rise of letters worship. These are powerful people that will be with me. Man of God, all it takes is a little humility. Bring out your team. We will support you. You will learn the ways and the mysteries that God has taught us. We'll teach you the ways of resurrection. These are the covenants we are sharing right here. Your life will not be the same. The baptismal service is incredible. The glory. Uh, they're showing you excerpts right now. The glory is tremendous. We've never had one. It's like the glory is getting stronger. Because this last one, before people were getting slain in the spirit when they get in the water. This one, people are walking up to the water and get slain in the spirit. They're carried into the thing. Oh, glory to God. Get your registration done today. We are starting early. We are believing God that you will respond. We decree that you will respond in Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. Receive grace and be blessed.